This is Up for Debate, episode number 153, recorded in uh, 2019. This or that six, Sean's asks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this rapid-fire episode of Up for Debate on this beautiful July day. I am Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by the man of the summer, Mr. Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. How are we doing there, Sean? What are you doing with that football hat? We're in the middle of summer. I, it's it's Training it's, camp isn't even started it's, yet. It's it, July. It, it has in mid to late July, Matt. We're already... We are, we are like the furthest possible point away from the football season we're like on the, we are like on the dark side of the moon when it comes to football what, what do you want me to celebrate baseball yes get america's pastime right get out of town. well you know matt the good news is we're, uh, my first question is about sports because tonight we're doing this or that round six can you believe we've done six of these yeah. uh it's our one of our favorite segments we do once a year where we uh share this or that questions. They're really just random debate topics that we can talk about. And actually, Matt, this first one I have, I'm so excited because I've thought of this one a while ago and I truly don't know what your answer is going to be. And I'm very curious as to what your answer is going to be. Bring it on. And it's in the world of sports. And the question is fighting in non-combat sports. So excluding wrestling or boxing or MMA, I'm talking like brawling in hockey or in baseball is it an important historical piece of the fabric of the game or an outdated and dangerous tradition that has no place in 2019? So you're talking like fighting like brawls or I'm to, I, so hockey, like, I think, is probably the best example okay. of this. But hockey, it's against the rules in hockey. You're technically not supposed to fight, but we just all accept it as part of the sport. Oh, even um, though technically, technically by the rules, you should not be fighting. Okay. Same so, with same with baseball brawls. I mean, that's not that it's as common in hockey, but base, you know, bench clearing is a thing in baseball. It is. Um, I don't see. I mean, I don't see how it could ever go away. You know what I mean? I I don't I I, I would but, err on the side of historical tradition that is a part of our game. That would be my response because. I don't see how it would be something that could be regulated to the point where it would disappear forever. Because you're, I mean, you're talking about human emotions. But, but I, and I right? guess I should you're talking be, about. I guess I should be more clear that mm-hmm. compare it to football or basketball. Well, where brawls do happen, it's not that they're 100 percent outlawed, but I feel like they are accepted in those sports to a degree. Certainly in hockey. Sir, I mean, you have people, you bring people on your team whose main goal it is to beat up the other guys, bruisers. It's part of oh, the, yeah. it, it's fundamentally it's, part of the game. It's much more of a, it is much more of a theme in and hockey. And even in baseball, yes. if, if your pitcher hits your guy with the baseball, what you're supposed to do is fight him. I mean, that's... Not always. Lo- well, but loosely. But it, I mean, you, you would argue... You give him a dirty look. It's part of the tradition just, of the game yeah. where it's not in other sports. So what I'm saying is, should more be done... Because I think it's a, this is a real oh. debate people are having. Should more be done to crack down on on the fighting? Should we try and take this tradition of violence, maybe a strong word, but this tradition of brawling out of these non non fighting sports? No, no, I don't think so. I think that you know these are these are athletes. My whole my whole thing or a a large thing that I rail against when I think about, or to ever, whenever, whenever I talk about baseball in particular or major 
professional sports at large usually is the fact that these athletes get paid ungodly sums of money and sometimes they kind of look like they just don't give a shit and when you when you have not that I'm saying fighting is good like that I wouldn't encourage it but it actually it there, it does seem like when they when the players fight like it actually seems like they're actually to a degree they're involved in the game in a way that maybe for a long time they they don't seem like they are like you could have a you could have a i mean what would i rather see a dugout full of like overpaid athletes that are like dogging it and milking it and just like ground ball after ground ball after strikeout after ground ball and they don't like really look like they care or would i rather see you know the the guys that go out there and get heated because they can't get a hit, they can't get a you know hit off this pitcher. He hits one of them and they charge the mound. I'd rather see that. I'd rather see there be some kind of some kind of fire lit. And you know, actually, there is something to be said with the um, either the the players that that do brawl or the managers that get tossed from the game. It, like they looks like they actually care. And it looks like you know they're they're willing to go to to fight for their for their players and and uh, it's a part I think it's a part of the game I don't think it can ever be reg- regulated to the point where because you're because at that point you're regulating human emotion and you're regulating passion really like you, I think people are willing to take the whatever three thousand four thousand dollar fine if, if it means they get to you know in that moment they get to you know release their anger at a pitcher or at a, another player in some way. So I don't think it'll ever go away. What I what I do think should go away from baseball, a lot of people say that this is part of the game, but I don't like the um, I don't like the the slides. I don't like the nasty slides. I should say, you know, like the illegal, illegitimate slides into into plates. I don't really think that's part of the game. It's it, it's a it's a um, it's a low blow. Like it's really like a cheap kind of way to to win it's it's very dirty i never really like the unclean slides so if they want to regulate those some more i don't have a problem with that i didn't have a problem when they when they made the 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 famous buster posey rule where they um they uh the the catcher can no longer you no longer collide with the catcher and a lot of people felt like that was wrong but i mean it's saving a lot of catchers from very bad injuries um you know, players aren't allowed to collide with them anymore. And I, so I, in those ways, I think it's a way to make the game safer. But nobody ever really got that hurt in a baseball brawl in a skirmish. Like it never really it – ne- if you look back, there's never really been a major serious injury caused by a brawl. It's really just wor- mostly words. Players usually are able to restrain the main combatants before it gets to be – I can't speak for other sports, but for baseball, before it gets to be too big of a deal. So – that's my thoughts on that. Matt, I could not disagree with you more. Good. I could not Good. disagree with you more. We're going to uh, have this debate. I think the way I think about it is, Matt, if you and I got into a brawl in the parking lot of City Field, we would go to jail for assault. But when two baseball players do it on a field, it's part of the game. And to me, that's bonkers, especially in a sport that's not you know, like you said, you want to see the guy showing passion. 
I couldn't agree with you more. You know how you show passion? You go and hit home runs. You go and score runs. You play good baseball. But it's That's not that easy. It. It's not that easy. I mean, if, if every player could just will a home run, they would. But, but sometimes it just doesn't happen that And I way. agree with you, but I don't think fighting solves anything. And really, this sort of <laughs> this argument of, of mine really focuses, I guess, a little more on hockey just because it's more prevalent there. But, I mean, you know, you say no one really gets hurt, and that's mostly true in baseball, but hockey guys do get hurt. Guys get concussions, guys get broken jaws. I mean, they actually fight. It's legitimate, and it's assault on the ice, but simply because it happens within the confine of a sport, it's somehow okay. And your argument that you can't really outlaw it out of the game, I challenge that, because if they uh, in baseball, if they want to outlaw it, you start handing out multi-game, double-digit suspensions, these guys will stop doing it. If, if they were serious about stopping it. I, now, I don't think baseball is because it's one of the few things that make good highlight reels and is kind of exciting about the game, and they don't want to shut that down, assuming nobody gets actually hurt. But in a sport like hockey, where players can be out for multiple games after fighting injuries, that doesn't add anything to the game itself. To me, it's something that they should seriously look at taking out of the game because I think it's antiquated, and I just think it's something people don't want in 2019. So I, I, the, the point that I disagree with you on here is where you say that they can regulate. I, I still don't, I fundamentally don't think but they can regulate this out of the game. When was because, the last time? Because, look, if you, if you go around saying, handing out suspensions and handing out fines, I think you're going to have a problem with the players union. I think uh, the players think union the, is going to come you out. You think the players union wants bench clearing brawls? Yes. I, I think they don't, they don't want bench clearing brawls, but I think they want, they want what the players want. And if the players want to fight, you know, I don't, but that's what I'm saying. Fight. I don't, when was the last time you saw a bench clearing brawl in football? Bench clearing. It doesn't really happen in football or in basketball. I don't really watch basketball, so very I can't rarely. Really to that. It has okay. happened, but very rarely. The the most famous is the 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 malice in the palace. Famously, Ron Artest goes up in the stands, starts fighting fans. Oh, Remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that decim- They suspended him for a whole season. They suspended a bunch of those guys for a whole season for twenty games. Guess what? It's never happened again. I I definitely think if you want to, you can. You know, you can. You know, because the way it works in hockey is two guys fight, they both get offsetting penalties, and there's really no penalty. Right, right. So, so I, now see with hockey, I'd imagine that actually, I think the NHL would have a real problem. You might disagree with me. You're going to disagree with me here. They'd have a real problem with fans. I think they'd start losing but fans over it. That's my I thought. I genuinely think that's what, what would happen. I would in, love in to hockey, see polling. I don't think you'd see that in other sports. but I think public opinion is changing on that. Seriously, I'd love to see polling. I don't know the answer, Matt, and you might be right. I think if you compare people now to 20 years ago, I think more are in favor of getting rid of the fighting. And fighting is less common. I know I've read articles in the last couple of years because they track hockey fights. And the numbers are down. They're not fighting as much as they used to. It is a lesser part of the game today than it I was. I think it's worry over injuries. I think that's why they're well, not that's, fighting I mean, much. that's part of it. But I, I also think... They're getting paid so they're getting paid more now. So it's like, but I don't why think risk the, an injury? I don't think the fans want it, though. Honestly, it doesn't... The, the baseball fights are exciting. I'm not going to challenge that. It's exciting. It's an exciting part of the game. But I think in hockey, hockey fights aren't exciting anymore because we live in a world of MMA and of all this other stuff where hockey, you go look at highlight reels of, of hockey fights these days. They're just not fun or interesting. I, I think there's a difference between the fans that 
go to games and the fans that watch from home. I think the fans that watch from home, I could I could agree. And there are a lot more fans that watch from home than attend the games. But the fans that are in attendance, I think they're the ones that are screaming for blood in the moment. And sure. I think they like to see fights. I think it also – it's an interesting thing where somebody may not be a hockey fan at all, but maybe they – you know they 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 just watch for the fights or something like that, or they 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 get thrills. And there's probably less and less of those kind but of people. H- hockey but hockey fights are boring. Like it might I'm be serious. A way that, it, it might be a way that brings people to hockey. Like it's maybe not they, like a NASCAR car crash or something where it's like, oh, I can't take my eyes off it. Hockey fights are slow and boring most of the time because they're covered in pads. Well, now and, it's just they're just like hugging each other. Yeah, they, I, I think it really comes back to the fact not that they they're afraid of punishment or recourse. They're afraid of getting hurt. I don't no, think they want to right. be hurt because injuries are already at their at their most prevalent well, in and the game. The game is played differently now where, like I said, you used to have big bruisers on your team and their only job was to go out and fight guys. And you don't play hockey like that anymore. You have young, fast guys who go out and score more goals than the other team. It's just not as part of the, it's just not part of the game anymore like it used to be. Well, and so just get self- rid of it. What about self-regulation? I know, and I know, I don't know much about hockey, but I do know that there is a there's a an unwritten code of self-regulation in the team meaning you know um their their lead name a position in hockey their center right there's a center sure their center came out and um clipped our left guard sure i don't even know if that's a position but yeah like clotheslined him leveled him okay we're going to get the captain who's the the big guy and we're going to get the captain to go out there and he's going to he's going to start a fight with this guy to yeah. let him know to well, let him know not to mess with our guys. It's the same in baseball, right? Yeah. You know, your yeah, pitcher you, pegged our guy, our pitcher's going to peg your guy. Yeah, there there's a certain it depends on how how that's handled nowadays. I mean, usually what happens is if if they if you some umpire it's really an umpire by umpire basis. Like it, the league doesn't seem to take a strong stance on it. They let the umpires govern mm-hmm. those situations. So you'll have one um, – like there will be some umpires that are known as like the no-nonsense umpires. And they'll – as soon as the a, a hits batsman occurs, they'll warn both bullpens. And they'll say the next the next hit batsman will result in a in a ejection. Yeah. Um, or you'll have the other guys that will that'll, you know, be more of the old-school mindset where it's like, okay, well, well, we'll allow the other team to get retribution – They'll hit. They'll hit one of their guys, and that that'll be. We'll the just end move of it. on. Yeah. But the only thing is, I mean, it's it's really a calculated risk, though, because whenever you hit a batter, that's a that's a man on base. It's a right. free runner on base, so it could really backfire on you. Well, but it's the same with the fight in hockey, right? And the and the power play and the penalty minutes. But well, the fight usually equals out because you, sometimes both, not both always. Don't both participants usually go I to mean, the box? It, you know, if you throw a punch and you knock the guy down and he doesn't throw any punches on you, then you know it's kind of one sided. But I think. I think you're right, Matt. And and what's great about hockey is it's a physical sport. I mean, you want to check somebody up against the glass. I'm all for that. That's part of the game. The problem I have is throwing a punch. Throwing a punch is not part of a game. It's just not. That doesn't happen in the course of a game. So you physical really contact see, is fine. I don't. I don't know. You don't really see that too much in baseball either. It's no, really when, when you have brawls or scuffles in baseball. It's just two guys yelling at each and other, shoving and each being, other, and, yeah. and they're being held back. At yeah. the worst, probably shoving, but very rarely. I you know. do see it from time to time, but it's yeah, it's much more of a hockey, a hockey centered issue, and football sometimes. Yeah. But there uh, are other ways. There are other ways to to regulate in baseball, like a hard tag or a. Uh, that's a, that seems to be a fairly common way well, to do it. Sports are physical, you know. Like it's going to yeah. happen. Um, Matt, we've already used up half our time on the first question, so I'm going to force <laughs> us to move on to the next one, which That's... is 
Which is the better non-contiguous United State, Alaska or Hawaii? Good question. I have not been to either one. Well, like I'm most say, of us, un- uninformed decision, uh, opinions, that's what we do here. I'm going to say Alaska. Okay, interesting. Why? I'm going to say Alaska because there's it's it's enormous. It's actually, it's it's the largest state. True. When you think about how much how much land is up there, and uh, there's a there's a good deal of biodiversity too that a lot of people don't don't know about. They think Alaska oh, it must be cold. It must be like a frozen wilderness wasteland. But it, it is like a um, interesting biodiversity from what I've read about. Um, especially depending on the time of year you go, there could be. Um, warmer weather there's a lot of un, untapped unpreserved un, um, uninhabited natural wilderness up there that i'd like to go to someday hawaii is i don't know i, I would also really like to go to hawaii and explore hawaii there but it just seems like another island to me and there's a lot of islands but there's not really not many places like alaska so except canada Except for parts of Canada, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to play contrarian to you, and I'm, I'm going to say Hawaii. Uh, mainly because, yeah, Alaska is big, but as you mentioned, most of it's useless. So I didn't say useless. I that's said what I heard wilderness. you say. Wilderness. Undeveloped, a.k.a. useless. If we can't harness it for resources, then well, it's useless. Well, you can. There's lots of oil. There's, uh, Alaska has, the, I think, the highest oil reserve in the, in the country. It's got oil, oil and natural gas. Um, but we can't drill there because of the caribou, whatever. Uh, the um, <laughs> No, no. I think what's neat about Hawaii is that it's out in the middle of the damn ocean, but somehow we own it. That's what's neat about it. Like Alaska, sure, it's not connected, but it's kind of, it's close at least. Hawaii's just kind of out there, and it's weird that it's one of our states. It's very far away. It's a lot, a lot farther away than many people the think. It's somehow a state. Yeah. It's great. And it's also... I, I think if the issue I have is that Hawaii today is kind of lame because it's just so touristy and yes. I think it's gotten so very, crappy. Very touristy. I think like the fundamental version, yeah, you want the cool island with the volcano and the trees and the birds and all the nice cool shit. Sounds awesome. Today, if I if you're like Sean, you get to travel to one of the two of them. Which would I go to? Probably Hawaii, but Alaska's neat too. I don't know. That's it, it is a tough question. I think we've gotten to the point where Alaska has become more exotic than Hawaii because just because of how yeah. untapped and untamed it is. But that also means in another 20 or 30 years, Alaska is going to be very touristy, especially as it starts to melt and gets more green and is less crappy. Fun fact. I um, I don't know if you know this, but I almost took a job in Alaska. I do know this. You t- you've yes. told me about this and with, um, with some odd requirements. Yes, I, I, I attended a webinar and I read through an FAQ. I was all set and all ready to take a job in Alaska, in the Alaskan bush, nonetheless. Oh my God! And, Thank God uh, you didn't do that. What an adventure that would have been. Yeah, there was there was lots of um, lots of caveats and and things. My my favorite one was probably, oh well, I mean naturally, as you, as anyone living in the bush would tell you, you have to have a spare generator hooked up to your car during the winter time to constantly run the engine so it won't fr- it won't freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you also have a lot of rampant alcoholism going on in the region. Yet alcohol is illegal. Alcohol, right. So what they do, though, is they mix harmful chemicals and make essentially bathtub gin that can be very dangerous to consume. Um, and lastly, my favorite one, my favorite fact was they said don't – they said be prepared to not be fully accepted into the community or tribe right away. They don't usually accept outsiders. Instead, you may be required to prove yourself with it, and usually this will occur between three and four months of living amongst the, the, the tribe in the Alaskan bush, the Inuit tribe, where they will invite you to attend a whale hunt. And if you, if you accompany them on the whale hunt uh, and help them catch a whale, then you will be part of their tribe forever. Uh, on one hand, Matt, I'm so glad you didn't do it. But on the other hand, God, that would have been great. I would have literally, I would have literally hired a camera crew to follow you. I would have called the National Geographic people and be like, "You guys got to get on this shit." Yes. Oh, could you imagine? I just come back speaking fluent Inuit. I, I can imagine the show right now where it's like, "Hey, I'm Matt. I'm a typical New Yorker, and I'm 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 go, I'm gonna go up and spend a year like in this. Alaska and maybe on your Mets jersey." jersey. <laughs> in the backwards hat. Yo, where can I get a slice? Hey. This even says Nathan's, Nathan's on it. <laughs> it's a real fish out of water tale. I love it. Yes. Oh, that would have been. Yo, you, you guys got Michelob? <laughs> what? You don't? Hey. The Nathan's. What do you mean milk's $11 a gallon? This place is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Yes. I would pay good money for that. It would have been it would have been quite a it'd be I imagine it'd be like dances with wolves mixed with the Jer- the Jersey Shore. Now now <laughs> teaching in Hawaii, I don't mm. know about that. I might pass uh, on that. Actually Hawaii is pretty I think they're pretty desperate for teachers right now. Only they're desperate for teachers because like most of this country, they don't pay them well enough. Mm. Alaska, on the other hand, they offered an, a very nice stipend to work there. Sure. Because they're getting all that oil money. For you know, literally, the the federal government is paying uh, grants for people to move to Alaska. Yeah, and don't um, do it, Matt. Don't do it. Stay here. <laughs> Stay here with the rest in real America with the rest of us. Uh, yeah, I think that ship may have sailed. But Matt, let me ask you another question. Yeah, go for it. Which is better, card games or board games? <sighs> Which is better? Board games. Okay. Board games are better. Why? Card games. There's, I think there's, it's, there's too finite. Like every, it seems like almost every card game I've played is a variation on the same two card games. Yeah. The same mechanics. Sure. The same mechanic. Like you either have the card game where you have to get a set of, particular cards to beat other people's hands mm-hmm. other people's sets or there's the card game where you have to compete against a standard value like blackjack and it seems like really the rest of the card games just kind of follow that mm-hmm. that um script whereas board games there's tons of things you can do with board games like it's not just the same two board games i would i would argue that there's a lot more variety. 
So that's why I would say board games are better. You know, it is a tough question because it really is a pro-cons thing on both sides. What I would say in favor of card games against board games is board games have a board. I mean, that's really the problem. They're more expensive. They're larger. Yeah, that's Um, what I was going to say is the the financial aspect. Card games, if you just buy a deck of cards, you can play 80,000 different card games. The only problem is that they're all... The mechanics are limited. The mechanics are limited, right. Yeah, and you're right. There's only so much you can do with a deck of cards. Um, Mm -hmm. But that being said... <sighs> card games, I, I think I think board games are better on paper because I, I agree with you. I think you can do some more innovative stuff in board games, but I just think from a practicality standpoint, I think card games are better because of the freedom it allows you both in terms of creating a game. And I, I will say, Matt, I think the reason there are so many similar card mechanics is because people are lazy. Mm. I honestly feel, and that's not to slam any card creators out there because I'm not pretending I'm good at it or it's easy, but I just think they see, you know, like Cards Against Humanity, a, a mechanic, the, the party card game where everyone plays a card against another card and whoever is the favorite wins. Um, it worked for them really well, so everyone else copied them. You know, I, th- I think exactly. that's that's really the issue. I think there can be innovative stuff in cards. Um, it just happens more rarely. So I'm going to say cards. I think card games would be my pick. So I'll disagree with you there. All right. Yeah, there's definitely there are pros and cons. You can't do magic tricks with board games, I guess. Or can you? Think about that. Think about that. While you're thinking about that, Matt, my last question for this evening. Uh, which makes the better snack, sweet or salty? The best snack is a combination of both. Eh, wrong it. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, come on. Stop that. Of course it is. I love uh, the chocolate covered pretzel. Caramel. Oh, so good. Mm. Chocolate covered pretzels. Um, Yeah, no, I'm going to, I would say sweet. I'm not really a sweets person, but I'm also, I wouldn't say I'm a salty person either. So you're so salty. Yeah. I would say this is probably sweet. What do you think? Salty. Oh, you got to go salty all the way. So There's like nothing better than chips? The, the, the no. The pretzel is probably the perfect snack. I hate pretzels. Oh come on! You know that I hate pretzels. You know I love pretzels. I hate pretzels. My body never is sixty percent pretzel. I never liked pretzels. Stop that ever. I don't like popcorn either. It's no popcorn's not good. I agree not a with fan you. either one. Popcorn's bad, but pretzels. Nope. It's salty. It's salty toasty bread. Come on, Matt. Don't like it. Never. Never liked. Never liked them. But never liked pretzels. I it, like the soft pretzels. I love no, but that's like, that's like the crappiest kind of pretzel. That's the best kind. A nice, warm, gooey, soft pretzel. But just never, I never got into hard pretzels. Never. What about a potato chip? Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of potato chips. Did, did, you, did you, you know that potato chip, potato chips are much worse for your teeth than uh, candy? Okay, than sugar. Go, go on. Because the potato chip has a tendency when it when it breaks down the polysaccharides and the potato chip can get stuck to your teeth in a in a like a more adhesive way than sugars of, of like candy can. Candy sugar can be brushed off much easier than saccharine sugars, which are you have find in the potato chip. Okay. I did Fun. not know that. Yeah. Um but I, I still I still I vouch for sweets. Matt, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like sweet snacks. I never eat them. (laughs) I don't know anything about them. Good choice. Reese's Pieces? Um, 
Excellent choice. Can I just my uh, that's one of my big movie theater snacks go tos Mm. is Reese's Pieces. They're so good. And I will say, this might be controversial. Reese's Pieces are better than M and M's. Plain regular M and M's. Depends on the depends on the day. Very much depends on the day. No, when is it ever better? When is regular M and M? Regular M and M's are so boring. A day by day. Like really has to be yeah. I don't know. Best best of all of them though is the peanut M and M's. Um, can't beat the peanut M and M's. Okay, what would be your top four M and M's? Top four M and M's. My number one is the plain. Uh, okay. My number two is the is the peanut. Yeah. Oh, you know what was a game changer? I have you ever tried? They make um. They 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 just started making uh, caramel. No, I don't actually don't really care for the caramel ones. I think they're weak. Yeah. Um, no, there almond? was uh, almond. Yeah. Yeah, almond those are M&Ms. great. Yeah, Excellent. those are great. Those are probably the best ones. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Coffee M and M's are pretty good too. What's co- I've never had coffee M and M's. I think they're like co- they're like. Um, I think are they called coffee M and M's? No, it might be. Um, Although they should do an espresso bean M M&M. and M. Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. That, that might be. That's what I'm. I thought I was thinking that of. Would make yeah, sense. here it is. It's yeah. uh, it's um, toffee. I'm sorry. Toffee. Oh, toffee. toffee. Oh, I would like that. I like toffee. Those are quite good. Yeah. Quite good. I mean, they're a limited edition, apparently. Not a lot of them are good. I know they've done. I I would say I agree with you. Uh, peanut, almond are great. Uh, crispy. Have you ever done crispy? Oh, the crispy, yeah. Those are great. I'm a fan of those. They are. I would, I would get on board with those. How ever... about the mini? The mini M and M's are eh, fun. Nah, at that point, just give me a real M M&M. and M. Have they ever done, um, like a mix bag with like all of these in one bag? Uh, no. I think they have some kind of a vendetta, like some kind of rule against that. Against they can't that. mix them. The coconut M and M's turned out to be very disappointing. Yeah, there was a. Wasn't they? Didn't they do? Um, I had a peppermint one. They did. They did mint M and M's. And um, have they ever done a cherry filled? Uh, raspberry. They did uh, a raspberry M M&M. and M. Cherry filled Hershey and kisses are good. Hmm? Cherry filled Hershey, Hershey kisses. They are. They are really. Those good. Those are good. And anyway. the um, Godiva, not the um, Ghirardellis. Oh, sure. Well, yeah, Ghirardelli. I mean, come on, that's a whole other yeah. level. Matt, we got to wrap this one up. Yeah. A brief this or that, but we're going to be back next week with your questions, Matt. You're going to be asking me some this or that questions. That's right. So join us then as we trudge towards the end of this July. Until then, I'm Matt. He, I'm Sean. He's Matt. We're wrapping <laughs> it up. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.